الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يومئذ تعرضون لا تخفى منكم خافية سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون سلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم When a person pursues a PhD they put effort over several years they spend ample amount of time conducting research in that particular field and after years and years of effort years and years of research after years and years of guidance it culminates in what's called a dissertation they have to prepare over the course of these several years compile all of their research and they have to write and compile a essentially the length of a book but it is known as a dissertation that dissertation is lengthy it could be 100 pages it could be 200 pages it could be even longer and a person will work on that dissertation and once it's complete they have to present it in front of a committee it's a very stressful time for a person that's in that position because everything is dependent upon that committee's review they have to defend their dissertation they have to sit so the university will basically have an internal committee they'll sit at a round table you'll have to come in present your dissertation and they'll attack it and challenge it and ask questions and the person that's pursuing that phd that doctor of philosophy will have to defend it to the best of his or her ability it's a very stressful time and in order to prepare for that dissertation that they're writing they undergo many degrees of editing many degrees of editing and the reason they do this is because they know that the final product that they want to present before the committee they want to ensure that there's no mistakes in it they want to make sure that it's pure it's pristine that it's readable that there's nothing that they can pick out from it that would be objectionable everything has to support the argument everything has to support their cause all of the research has to be put together and it has to be drawing conclusions that make sense so every single day as they're writing it they'll edit it themselves so they'll type a few sentences as they're writing it and as soon as they make a mistake they'll hit the backspace key and then this doesn't sound right let me fix this so they'll fix a couple of words if there's a spelling mistake they'll they'll delete a few words and they'll come back and retype it again and even after they've undergone that degree of editing then they'll wake up in the morning when they go to sleep at night they'll wake up in the morning and then they'll review what the last paragraph was that they wrote 
And they'll make sure that it makes sense. They'll read it through, they'll read it through, they'll read it through, they'll make sure that there's no mistake because they don't want there to be a single mistake in that dissertation. In that report that they're compiling, they don't want there to be any mistake, anything that could potentially be used against them. After they've undergone that degree of editing, which is self-editing, they'll review it themselves, then they hand their dissertation over to a friend. Someone who's perhaps in the field, someone who's been through the same that they have been through, someone who's very skilled in that particular field, and they'll have them look through it in detail. They'll give it to them and say, look, read this dissertation, I want you to look through it with a fine-toothed comb, and try to pick out anything within it that's wrong. Don't leave anything. If there's anything in there that's wrong, please let me know. And the person who's giving it to them is so thankful when the mistakes are picked up. They are so thankful. They aren't criticizing them and saying, why did you find this mistake? They're saying, thank you. If you hadn't caught it, then this would have been in front of the committee and this could have been the reason that I wouldn't have passed and I would have filled this presentation. And then after they undergo that degree of editing, then before they actually submit their dissertation, the person will give it to another PhD. Someone who perhaps sits on the committees, the review committee. And they'll ask them to review it in detail. They ask them to review it in detail. Because the set of eyes of another one qualified, who's actually graduated from that position, is valuable. It's valuable. And so they'll have him review it and make sure that there's no mistakes contained within it. Because it's very likely that someone of that qualification will be able to pick out things that no one else will see. They'll be able to pick up sentences that don't make sense, that are out of place, that don't actually support the conclusions that are being made. They'll make sure that the work, the flow is good, that things are in the right place. Because they've been through that, they've experienced it, and they themselves are the expert in the field. Now the reality is that very few of us will ever complete a PhD. Very few of us will ever have to write a dissertation. Very few of us will ever have to write a book that will be presented in front of a committee of this world. But you and I, every single one of us sitting in this room, every single one of us sitting in this masjid, we are all writing a book. Our book is being written right now, right here, as we sit in the masjid. And that is our book of deeds. Our book of deeds are being written every single day, every moment of our life. From the moment we become mature until the moment we pass away, every single deed is being written down. Every single deed is being written down. That's the book. That's the dissertation. The time of presentation is the day of judgment. The committee that is being presented in front of is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reviews this book that we are presenting to Him, He'll look through it, and He'll see what's contained within it. And it'll either be given back to us in our right hand, or it'll be returned to us in our left hand. Just like a person who has their PhD dissertation reviewed before turning it in, an individual who's wise, who's looking for success in the hereafter, will have his book or her book reviewed multiple times over before it's presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Before it's presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
they perform many degrees of editing. And it's because every single day we're writing a page of this book. There's an angel on the right side, and there's an angel on the left side, Raqib and Atid. And they are writing and recording every single action of our life, every thought that goes through our mind, every word that comes out of our mouth, every step we take to wherever we go, every interaction we have, every salah we perform, every salah we neglect, every verse of the Qur'an we recite, every time we neglect the Qur'an. They are recording every time that we speak ill of someone else. They are recording every time that we thank another person. They are recording every time we follow the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. And they are recording every time we are heedless of the sunnah of the Prophet. They are recording every time we choose to go to the masjid for salah. And they are recording every time that we neglect our salah altogether. They are recording every single fast that we make in the month of Ramadan. And they are recording every single time we neglect to stay away from haram. They are recording every dhikr, every utterance that comes from our tongue in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at the same time, they are recording every foul, every, every word of foul language that comes out of our mouth. Every thought that goes through our mind, whether it be good, whether it be bad, this is being recorded. And it's all being compiled in a book. We are all authors. Every single one of us is an author. And that book isn't a book that is here for this world, that'll be presented in front of this temporary world, in front of a committee that will come and that'll go. This book will determine not just 10 or 15 years or 20 or 30 years of our career, like a report or an application for medical school or a dissertation in front of a committee. That'll determine 20, 30, maybe 40 years of a person's income. Maybe it'll determine 20 or 30 or 40 years of where that person will live. But this book that we are compiling, it will determine where you and I exist for all of eternity. For all of eternity. And if there are mistakes within this book, if there are sins within this book, if there are things that are evil within this book, then our final destination will be the fire of hell. But if within it is good, good deeds are recorded, the angels have written down what's right, the angels have written down that this person is righteous, this person was regular in their prayer, this person was attached to the masjid, this person was good to their parents, this person was good to their neighbors, this person served humanity. Then our final destination will be Jannah. Anyone who's particular, particular about this book, who's careful about how it's being written, they will ensure that it, it, it goes, undergoes several degrees of editing. Because the reality is nothing is hidden from this book. Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, On that day, on the day of judgment, those things that we used to try to hide in this world, that we didn't want anyone else to know, we did it behind closed doors, we did it inside our bedrooms, we did it where no one else could see us and we tried to hide it. On the day of judgment, even those things will be revealed because the angels have written everything and everything is in this book. Every fine detail of everything we've ever done is written in this book. Not a single detail will be, lift, will be left out. The beauty of this book is as the angels are writing it, they're not writing it with a pen. They're writing it with a pencil that has an eraser. They're writing it with a pencil that has an eraser. Allah Ta'ala out of His mercy has given us the ability that as we compile this book that we have to present on the Day of Judgment, He's given us the ability to erase things that have been written within it. 
So every serious person that's serious about their deen, that's serious about their life, and that's serious about their hereafter, they will do all three degrees of editing that a person would do when it comes to their dissertation. So they will make sure that any time they commit a sin, they make a mistake, immediately they'll turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's say, Astaghfirullah, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I looked at that. I saw this. I said this. I touched this. I felt this. I walked here. I looked there. Why did I do that? Astaghfirullah. I don't want this to go on that book. Because if it goes in that book and it stays there, and I forget to ask for Allah Ta'ala to erase it, for the angels to erase it, then on the day of judgment, I'll have to answer for that particular deed. Every single day, the Prophet ﷺ, it comes in a hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, who never did a sin in his life, never committed a sin, used to do istighfar at least 70 times in a day, to teach us that this book is real. His book is great. There's nothing in there that, 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 that we could... That would be argued against if it was presented in front of a committee. Everything in there is pure, it's pristine, it's accurate, it's correct, it's good, it's righteousness. Yet he himself would repent over 70 times in a day to show us that look, we're all writing a book. And this book is going to be presented before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet is telling us, make sure that you correct whatever is in that book. If there's anything that you don't want in there, now's your chance. Take it out, edit it out. One astighfar, astaghfirullah, that's done sincerely in the morning or in the evening for the sins of the day or the sins of the night will wipe away all of those mistakes. The angels don't have a choice. And not only are they wiped away, but Allah Ta'ala will then replace it with something that's good so there's not even a recollection of it on the Day of Judgment. It isn't that there's a mark that looks like, oh, there's an eraser mark. It looks like something, something wrong was done here. Allah Ta'ala's mercy is so strong that even the angels won't even know about those mistakes. Even the angels won't know about those mistakes. So every day we should sit and do istighfar. Just like a person who's writing their dissertation, as they're typing their paper, they'll make a mistake, they'll hit backspace, delete, fix it. Then they'll go to sleep, they'll review it in the morning and make sure the paragraph makes sense. Because if there's anything that they had written in there that isn't appropriate, then that'll be held against them. So they'll go and they'll correct that as well. So as we write our pages, as these pages are being written, every day we're writing a page. You might think that you might never lift a pen in your hand or a pen and so on your, in your hand. But trust me, your book is being written. And it's being dictated by your actions, it's being dictated by your thoughts. So as we write our pages, we should edit it. If we had a college paper that we had to turn in, or a term paper, we would never just turn it in without editing. We would look at it, we'd review it, we'd make sure because we cared about what was going to go in that paper because of the ramifications that would be there that would come afterward. In the same way, the book that we write for our akhirah, the book that we write for our akhirah, we have to edit it. We have to edit it. The second degree of editing, that a person who's serious about their hereafter, is that they'll, give, they'll show their book of deeds to a friend. They'll show it to someone that they trust, someone that they love. We don't want friends that'll pat us on the back when we're doing something wrong. We want friends that when they see that there's a mistake that we're making, they'll tell us, listen, I think that maybe we should, you should correct things a particular way. I see, these being, I see this being written in your book and I don't want it to be in there. I think it would look much better if you had a salah in there instead of time wasted at looking at inappropriate things you know, online or on the, on the computer. I think it would be better if you had fasted on Mondays and Thursdays rather than indulging in our desires. I think it would be better if you recited a little bit of salawat every single day on the Prophet ﷺ rather than wasting your time backbiting about others. 
Friends are good friends, those individuals that support you, that, that help you edit your book. Not those people that will let you write whatever you want. If you had a friend and you had a report or your dissertation and you gave it to your friend and your friend quickly skimmed over it, looked it over really quick and handed it back and said, here you go. You'd say, come on, you didn't do, the, you didn't do a good job. I want you to actually look through it, look for a mistake, point out my, point out my weaknesses. I can't afford to have this paper in front of the committee with any sort of error on it. What about when our book is presented before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there are errors contained throughout? Contained throughout. A good friend, good company is that individual who helps the other person correct their book of deeds. A third degree of editing is that a person presents their book to someone qualified, someone they trust, the ulama, the mashayikh, people that are familiar with what should go inside the book. They are familiar with what will grant a person success on the day of judgment. They are the PhDs or the, the, the review committees, you could say, or the pre-review committee of the hereafter. They'll look and say, look, you've prayed your salah, but I think there's a few things that are missing within your salah that you should probably correct, otherwise your book will look this way. I think it would be good for you to bring a few sunnahs into your life. I think it would good, be good for you to start giving sadaqah because your book, there's nothing written in there. You haven't given any wealth in the path of Allah. I'm looking at your life and when you have a scholar, a shaykh, or someone review it for you, they're looking at it and they're saying, I see that you haven't served the community. Why isn't this in your book? What are you going to do when you present it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And Allah ta'ala says that there were people that were poor within your city that you didn't go and support, that needed your help that could have used your assistance, and it, it's, it's not there, it's not in the book. It's not in the book. Why isn't it here? Why isn't it there? So a scholar, someone you trust, someone that you can, someone that can review your book and say, look, there's a few things missing before you bring this book and you present it to the review committee, before you present it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fix these things, your financial transactions, the way you interact with your parents. Look, there's this sin that's in there. I see it. It's in you. It's there. It's plaguing you. It's holding you back. It's not letting you move forward. It's halting your progress. It's, it's eliminating khushu from your prayer. It's eliminating your, the ability for you to perform deeds. I think you need to work on this sin, if it remains in this book, then it'll be of detriment to you on the day of judgment. A true friend, a scholar, an imam, someone who's worthy, someone who is qualified, can help with this. A person who does this, a person who undergoes this degree of editing of their own book, that they do istighfar and they repent from the sins of the day and they repent from the sins of the night. And after they do that, they have their life reviewed by a friend. And after they do that, the final step, they have their life reviewed by someone they trust, someone, an alim, a scholar, someone that can help them, someone that's knowledgeable, someone that can guide them along the way. A person that does this, takes this step, perfects their book to the best of their abilities on the Day of Judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hand that book back to them and it'll be in their right hand. Surah Al-Haqqa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِهِ That the person who Allah ta'ala, after reviewing that book, gives it back to them in their right hand, they will say, فَيَقُولُ هَاءُ مُقْرَأُوا كِتَابِيَةِ هَاءُ مُقْرَأُوا كِتَابِيَةِ They'll say, they'll be excited, they'll have their book in their right hand, and they'll be thrilled, and they'll be showing it to everyone, look, اُقْرَأُوا كِتَابِيَةِ Look at my book. Look at my book, look what I've written, check it out, look what's inside. 
I succeeded, I passed the test, I'm going to Jannah. This is my ticket, look, I knew this was going to happen. I suspected it, I underwent that, that course of editing, I made sure that everyone reviewed it. It's successful, everything within it is perfect, my deeds are correct, my sins have been eliminated. It's been given to me in my right hand, look at it, we'll be showing it off. We'll be showing it off to everyone saying, Ha umqra'u kitabiya. In the same way that a person, when they get back their letter of acceptance from, from, from Yale or from Harvard, that they take it and they show that letter, look, I got in, I got in, look at this, look, I got in. I knew I would get in. I worked hard in school, I got a good GPA, I had a good ACT score. I suspected this would have happened, look, and they'll post it on Facebook, and they'll tweet it all over the internet, they'll take a picture of it and frame it on their wall. The excitement that comes with that, and imagine the excitement that comes when the entry isn't into some Ivy League school that'll grant you just a few years of success. The entrance is into Jannah that'll be an eternity of success. An eternity of success. فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةٍ They'll be in the gardens forever. قُطُوفُهَا دَانِيَةٍ وشربوا, eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want. The person who works toward righteousness is concerned about that book they're producing and what's contained within it. They will make sure that it's perfect. They'll work and strive toward performing righteous deeds. They'll work towards strive to perfecting their salah, relationship with the Qur'an. They'll work towards serving and obeying their parents. They'll work toward being good to their spouses. They'll work toward all of these things because they're so fearful that that book won't be given back to them in their right hand. Rather, it'll be given back to them in their left hand. A rejection letter that comes from medical school. You think that hurts? Imagine the rejection letter coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What would that be like? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, As for that person that gets their book back and it's given to them in their left hand. On the day of judgment, they're standing before Allah and they're there, we're standing, we're nervous, we're shaking, we're watching it being reviewed. Our life is being vividly displayed before us. Our book is being reviewed and we're thinking, Oh my gosh, where is it going to come? My right hand, my left hand, where is it going to come to me? This is a reality, this is going to happen. Every single one of us is going to go through this. And as for that person that receives that book in their left hand, their left hand, Would that I have never even gotten this book back. I didn't know that my hisab was going to be taken like this. I didn't know. I knew it, but I didn't realize that this is the reality of this day. I didn't realize that everything that was going to happen was going to be recorded. All the sins that I committed, the, all the sins that I was drowning in, all the times that I was heedless of Allah, all the times that I neglected my prayer, all the times that I ignored the Qur'an, all the times that I disrespected my parents, all the times all the times that I was greedy and held on to my wealth and didn't give it in the path of Allah, all the times that I ignored going to the masjid. I didn't realize that this was going to be taken a hisab of. I didn't realize it. I had a feeling but I didn't think it was real. I didn't think this was a reality. وَلَمْ أَدْرِ مَا حِسَابِيَا and we'll say, Ya Laytaha Kanatil Qadiyah. Would it have been that death just would have been my end? I wish that when I died, that would have just been the end of it. I would have been dead and I would never have had to experience this day. I would have wished that I would never have had to experience this day. I wish death was the end of my life. 
But in reality, I'm now realizing that death was actually the beginning of my life. The beginning of my life, and now I have this in my left hand. مَا أَغْنَى عَنِّي My wealth that I collected and accumulated and didn't spend in the path of Allah. It's of no use to me on this day. I had $5 million in the bank account when I passed away. I had the fanciest cars, the largest homes. مَا أَغْنَى عَنِّي It's of no use for me today. هَلَكَ عَنِّي سُلْطَانِيَةً Anything that I could have used to defend myself, it's absolutely obsolete, it's disappeared. There's nothing there to defend me now. خُذُوهُ فَغُلُّوهُ Allah Ta'ala says, bind them, shackle that person up. The book is in his left hand. He didn't listen to me in that world. He had the chance, he had the opportunity. He could have undergone the editing that was required for this book on the Day of Judgment. But he didn't, she didn't. This is the life she chose to live. Lock him up, shackle him up, grab him, control him. Take a rope and tie him down. And then throw him into the fire of hell. Throw that person into the fire of hell. This is the reality of this book. Every single one of us is writing it. We are writing it as we speak. At this moment, there's an angel on my right and an angel on my left. They're witnessing this gathering. They're witnessing everything coming out of my mouth. They're witnessing every thought that's in my mind and they're noting it down. And this book will be presented to Allah and our hope, our desire, our aspiration is that Allah Ta'ala, after He reviews it, He gives it back to us in our right hand. He gives it back to us in our right hand. There's a possibility that for those of us that don't take this life seriously, that we don't take this book seriously, that we just write and we don't even care to edit it, we don't care to show it to anyone, we don't care to do istighfar, we don't care to correct our a'mal and our deeds, there's this possibility that Allah Ta'ala will return it to us, and it'll be returned to us in our left hand. And that'll be the biggest regret of the day. No rejection letter in this world. Whether it be rejection from a job interview that you were waiting six months for. Whether it be rejection from the graduate school that you were waiting three years for. Whether it be a rejection letter from your child. Whatever it might be. There is no rejection letter that we can receive than when that book is given. That will be worse than when that book is given to us in our left hand. We have to rectify our deeds in this world. Do it now. Take account of yourselves before you are taken account of. Allah Ta'ala is so merciful. He's opened up our eyes. He's given us this Ramadan so that our hearts are softened so that we can understand these principles. That we take account of our life now before it is taken account for us on the Day of Judgment. That we make sure that it's pure, that there's nothing within it that's impure, so that that book looks good, it's pristine, it looks polished, it looks presentable, there's no mistake within it. And that we give it to Allah, and Allah Ta'ala is so pleased with what's contained within that book, that He gives it back to us and says, here take this, your destination is Jannah, enjoy the gardens, you're there for all of eternity, don't, you don't have a single worry in the world. You don't have a single worry in the world. In Jannah, in fact, death will be brought. When, when people get their reward, death will be brought. On the Day of Judgment, death will be brought in front of all the people and it will be slaughtered. It will be slaughtered to tell everyone that death is not, there's no possibility of anyone dying now. And we'll be placed in Jannah, and in Jannah, we will have whatever we want to have. We'll have the homes that we want to have, we'll have the cars that we want to have, we'll have the food that we want to eat. All of these things will be given to us. Everything we want, you think about it, you can have it. You think about it, you can have it. 
And then after everyone's received all of their reward, after everyone's received everything they want, it'll be asked. They'll, they'll have gotten mansions, they'll have homes that are the size of this earth, they'll have food that they eat it once, and then every time they take another bite, it tastes even better. They'll have drinks, so when they taste it, it'll quench their thirst forever. And after all of that said and done, it'll be asked of the believers in Jannah, is there anything else that you want? Is there anything else you can even think of? And they'll say, how is there anything else that we could want? We've had everything we could possibly imagine, every desire fulfilled. And it'll be at that moment that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reveal Himself to the believers. And Allah ta'ala will be revealed to the believers as bright and as clear as the full moon is. And the believers will say, Subhanallah, we never experienced any pleasure. What Jannah? This is pleasure. This is pleasure. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to recognize the book that we are writing. May Allah ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq to edit it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all a home in paradise. May Allah ta'ala Return our books back to us in our right hands and may he protect it us from having received it in our left hands. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.